We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Bob and Jeff show KFH radio. We are thrilled to have Craig Ferguson as our next guest. He'll be performing at the Orpheum Theater tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. A few tickets still available. You need to get down and see uh, Mr. Ferguson, who I, I have difficulty, Craig, and first of all, welcome to the show. I have tr- difficulty really identifying you. You are all over the place, books, movies, television. I, I guess I'd call you a comedic entrepreneur. Is that a good description? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could call me that, or you could call me uh, something a little less uh, um, flattering. Maybe some kind of showbiz grifter or a, or a, an immigrant taking jobs that Americans don't want. I don't know what it is, but I, you know, it's all for me. It's all part of the same thing. But the bottom line is is stand up comedy. That that was where I started, and and that's what my thing is. It's kind of like you know, if if you learn to play the the violin you know, or the fiddle, uh, you know, you, you go and you play it and then you play with an orchestra or you'll maybe compose some music or you'll maybe, you know, play in a band or maybe you'll write a, you know, a score for a movie. But really what you do is you play a fiddle. That's what you do. And that's what I do. And I do stand up. That's my thing. Yeah, so I'm always intrigued by the the comedians who who will come to Wichita. We don't get uh, we don't get all of them, uh, but uh, we get several uh, big names. And I'm just curious how you know your talk show and everything like uh, everything else that uh, that you've done have helped you appeal to to Middle America and what kind of experiences you've had in front of uh, Midwestern audiences in the past. I think that the Midwestern audiences are kind of like you know. They're kind of like Midwestern people. Is like they're they're polite, uh, but they but they ain't stupid, and that's <laughs> that's a mistake I think a lot of people make in the Midwest. Um, I I I love it. It's always I mean Wichita has always been uh, a regular stop for me on tours, uh, and I'm going up through Kansas City and all over and go to Iowa and Des Moines and uh, Iowa City and Des Moines. I I kind of. I, I always make sure I do the Midwest. That's kind of, it's America. Talking with Craig Ferguson again at the Orpheum Theater. He will be performing tomorrow night, the 22nd, at 8 o'clock. Uh, so you really became, uh, you really got on my radar when you were on the Drew Carey show. I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard that. Do you view, yeah. view that as your biggest breakthrough of your career or? Or was it later when you got your own uh, late-night talk show? 
I think both of these things were kind of a gear change, you know? I mean, it's like when you get to work, the Drew Carey show, which was in the 90s, was, I mean, I love doing that, and I'm still friends with most of the cast of that show and still see each other and stuff, and it was a great time, and it was a that was a kind of boom time for sitcoms as well. I mean, I mean, the internet was kind of in its infancy, and people still watched network TV in a way that they kind of don't anymore, and then... The late night show was just a different animal, you know. I mean, that was that was like a getting a rocket tied to your butt, you know. I mean, that was it takes off and you you go where it's going. Um, so it, it was it was uh, they were both gear changes, breakthrough. Yeah, I suppose they were both of them. Yeah, for sure. So I, I saw a, a print interview that you've uh, done recently, and uh, it was before a, a stop on your tour, and you talked about, well, something will come up. So, you know, how much is of, of your performance is just kind of a riff and, and talking about whatever comes to your mind and how much uh, is quote-unquote material? Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of a hybrid because the reason I love stand-up is because uh, it is, an organic one-off thing. That's why I love live stand-up comedy. So, you know, I'll give you an example. The other night, I I uh, I'm doing a show in somewhere in Colorado, and uh, about ten minutes into the show, a very nice old lady walked up the front of the stage, uh, past security, and not that there was that much security, but uh, she walked up and she handed me a photograph of my own dog that she'd printed out from the internet, and it's like. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, sweetheart, for that picture of my own dog. I've got some pictures of my own dog, but you can't have too many. And then, of course, the thing is that 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 event turns into a whole running joke for that evening. Now, I'm never going to do that that dog bet again, but that's what happens that night. And uh, stand-up for me, you know, live stand-up is, is like that in the sense that it will always only exist in – in that place in that evening. And that's why I love it most of all. Right now, people see a lot of stand-up, you know, in little clips on TikTok or YouTube and stuff like that. And I think that's a pretty good way to do it because they just watch little bits. You know, for me, if you're going to watch a a whole stand-up show, I mean, I'm on stage for nearly two hours. In order to do that, you kind of have to be there. You don't want to watch it on your TV. You want to be there. I mean, I've made stand-up specials and, they're okay, but it's much better to be in the room. Talking uh, with uh, comedian Craig Ferguson. He'll be at the Orpheum uh, tomorrow night. So your years of, of doing The Late Show, and you did that for a long time. I've always been curious. I've never spoken to anybody who hosted a network late night show. So uh, you're the first person I'm going to ask this question of. Were there guests that you knew would would be hot and guests that you knew that wouldn't be uh, you know, in the sense of would they be able to ha- have a conversation and hang out and be relaxed? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm that... thinking specifically of Don Rickles, who seemed to love being on your show. <laughs> it's because he was my friend. <laughs> I I loved Don so much. You know, the first time, uh, you know, it was a big it was a big honor for me when I got to meet Don, and he's he's like he's a huge legend in, in American comedy, just in American show business. And you you wouldn't meet a sweeter man, you know, you just couldn't meet a sweeter man. All that you know, the kind of acerbic nature of his stand up was not who he was in in his life. He was such a sweet man, and him and Barbara, uh, his wife, came uh, 
my house. The first time they came at a dinner party in my house, he got in my house and I opened the door. He gave me a dollar and he said, look, I, I, I want you to put that towards getting a better house. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I think that that guy, I, I don't know if everyone responds to that, but to me that I loved him so much. So when he was on the show, you know, he would, you know, he'd have a go at me, but I could also have a go at him because he knew I loved him. And, and so I always knew it was fine. So a lot of people who came on the old show became friends of mine. You know, Robin Williams was a friend of mine. You know, Carrie Fisher was a friend of mine. You know, they, they, they uh, you know, Angela Kinsey is still a friend of mine. You know, they, they, they're, people become, you, you meet people at work, and some of them you become friends with, and some of them you don't. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, you hear a lot of, of veteran, quote-unquote, comedians uh, these days talking about what you can't say and and you can't talk about this. You don't seem like you you would ever have that complaint or that problem. So for you personally, what has kind of been the the biggest adjustment uh, in the stand up world over the last thirty years or so? How have you had to kind of grow and evolve with the times? I don't I don't worry too much about what you can and can't say. I think that you know I I always. The criteria I always had for comedy is, does it make me laugh? You know, obviously attitudes change over time and, you know, there are things that do that. But I don't really, you know, I don't really get overly concerned about that. The The only one big change that I have done, that I have made personally, is that about six or seven years ago, I made a stylistic choice to not do any political humor at all. None. Uh, absolutely zero. No politics. No politicians mentioned. No uh, no position taken in a in a political environment. And the reason I did that really was was more because I wanted to experiment with it because everyone else seemed to be you know heading in a different direction. You know, and I I have a friend, uh, a good friend. Uh, well, he's good stand up. Uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan, and you you know Jim, right? Uh, the Jim made yeah, a stylistic sure. choice that he would all he would never cuss during the show. Now that's a stylistic. Now I know Jim cusses as much as anybody else cusses in their life, but he made a stylistic choice and a and a, he gave himself a challenge to do stand up without doing that, uh, which I thought was interesting. So I thought I would do the same myself with politics. How do you make it funny? How do you make it engaging and current and 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 right now and 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 most of all funny, but not do politics. Because I, I got kinda sick of it. So Craig, I, I I know my dad has one more question, but I just wanted to uh, sort of thank you, I guess, in a way for the show, The Hustler, because that was one of those post-pandemic shows. I, I don't know why it wasn't picked up, but uh, for me personally, it got me through some some times where I was getting a little lonely uh, during that pandemic. I watched that show every week, and I thought you were great on it. I thought it was a great concept. I don't know if the, the with the writer strike and everything, if that would ever come back, but uh, I enjoyed that show. Well, thank you, Angel. We actually shot it during the pandemic, so it was a very, very tricky show to do. Um, everybody had to be tested all the time, and there were like uh, a lot of medical staff around. We were doing it, but it, you know, I, I like doing that show. And yeah, you never know with a show; it comes, they come and go. If there's one thing I know about show business, you just never know what's coming next. Yep. So, and we're again talking with Craig Ferguson. The final question, you. Uh... You obviously came to America from Scotland and and hit it big as a comedian. 
But I think recently you've moved, uh, in, in the last few years, you've moved back to Scotland. Did you do that to avoid hurricanes? <laughs> no, because <laughs> like, anyone who moves to, uh, to Scotland for the weather is a damn fool. Uh, no, what I, uh, I, I, I'm in Scotland a lot of the time, but I actually spend a lot of the time in the United States as well. I, I have a place in New York and, and I'm there a lot of the time. So, you know, I, I had, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a place in Scotland, but I, you know, if you talk to the IRS, they will assure you they, every year they come right to me and I'm, I'm still an American. Well, I made that reference to hurricanes because I believe you were, uh, headquartered in Los Angeles for a while, certainly. I was. Uh, I, I was there 23 years. Yeah, there you go. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, before you leave, tell us a little bit about your show. What should people look look forward to? Well, well, look, I think they'll look forward to what you can look forward to is this. I'll be there. You'll be there. I can't promise any more than that. I'm not going to talk about <laughs> any political stuff. So if you want that, there's plenty of other places to get it. But other than that, I, I'll be there. Well, we really appreciate your time. Best of luck on your tour, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Speak to you soon. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.